Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE. Hey everyone, welcome to episode 36 of Outspoken. Today we're going to be reviewing a true crime case of... I'm just joking. I was pretending to be... I was pretending to be somebody else. If you got the joke, congratulations. If not... uh. Was it true crime? No, or was it horror? I don't know. He did like some scary podcast things. I don't know. Anyways, welcome to episode 36. We're not going to be talking about anything scary today. Well, uh, uh, actually, yeah, we are. We are. This is scary material. This is actually scary, scarily disgusting. No, no, no. Disgustingly scary material. And it went viral on TikTok. And TikTok is where all the best content is. So, hey, welcome to episode 36. My name is Sam Collins. You're listening to Outspoken. And what I wanted to look at today is this really bad... This is going to be the basic... This is going to be the whole uh, topic of today. It's a really bad podcast. And these guys don't have a lot of listeners. So this TikTok went viral on TikTok. And I'm going to have you listen to it. And I'm going to have to blur out a lot of it. So it's just a really, really bad bad quote-unquote joke that this guy claims to have made i'm preparing you for this one it is bad it was worse than i was expecting so here you go trigger warning uh he makes fun of people who are overweight before i show you guys these clips i just need to make it very clear that these videos are extremely triggering they're violent and they're disgusting so this is your warning ideally they have titties that protrude further than their big belly right we hope if not they need to be the head like cattle love for a guy in full samurai armor and a katana just to dissect them oh right over God. the navel and then if they could stay alive long enough for you just to come in mouth yeah. and then they just they 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 perish from this earth Jesus that's God. all you need because the bottom half of a fat girl oh. is there anything more worthless if you guys know me you know that i'm rarely at a loss for words but this really did it for me. This is so fucked up. And I'm asking you guys to please go and report their video. What a fucking weirdo. What? What are you talking about? That, dude, when I saw that, my mouth opened. My, <laughs> what the fuck? My jaw dropped. <laughs> but yeah, that was just disgusting. I mean, me personally, because uh, I'm like a special snowflake, I don't really find fat jokes funny. There's a million other things that I could laugh at that are, um, a little less brain dead than fat jokes. I don't know. They're just not. They're overdone. I've heard them my entire life. We get it. Ha ha ha. Fat people exist. Like, it's, wow, that's so hilarious. Uh, I'll stop being a snowflake now. But I wanted to, so I took a look at their channel because I was like, all right, interesting. I wonder if these guys, like, have backed off or, like, uh, if they apologized for that really fucked up joke. And um, looks like they 
did. They did? Kind of? So I wanted to review some of this episode with you of these guys. Um, actually, they don't have too bad of a sub count, 40,000. And the, the thing that I'm actually really happy for is when someone like this gets caught, um, it's better to catch them when they're they have like forty thousand subs than opposed to four hundred thousand subs because then like you know you would have people defending this type of behavior or you would just these people would have a platform and um, it's just it's overall really good when people like this don't have such a big platform. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film If, only in theaters May seventeenth. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mmm. What flavor are you holding? Now open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. Like... If I made a joke like this, there would be too many people to my defense. And then there would be a bunch of people who agree with it and who laugh at it and shit like that. So it's always great to catch this early on. But let's see what their apology looks like, okay? Um, or their commentary on it, I should say. Don't really know if it's necessarily an apology. I've only watched a couple of minutes of this because I wanted to react to it raw with you. So uh, this is their latest episode. And they're talking about that viral TikTok. <laughs> of course. <clears throat> Yeah, we don't advocate for the death of fat women, guys. It, here's the deal, yes. though. I would absolutely not. That was a joke. It's a joke. But the point I was making is that when most guys in a bar see a fat chick mm-hmm. after a cup of shots of Fireball and a couple mm-hmm. Bud Lights, mm-hmm. they're thinking, uh, well, she'd still be good for a tit fuck if I could get her in a hot tub. Also, a blowjob out in the alley. How, how do people like this exist? Like, I'm expecting this to be a lot less worse than it is, but it's it's worse. Why does he think that it's his decision on what girl that he's taking home? Like, as if he could go right up to the girl and then she would, she just because she's a woman, like, automatically she's going to go home with you. Or, like, just because she's overweight or fat or whatever, that she's just going to settle for whatever guy comes her way. I don't think that's how it works. <laughs> like, you can be any weight and you have standards. Everybody has their own standards. I mean, if you're that desperate to go sleep with someone that you're not interested in, that's... Oops, sorry, my phone went off. If you're that desperate to sleep with someone that you're not interested in, uh, I feel like that's kind of an issue. Maybe you should go talk to a therapist or something. Not the end of the world if I have to resort to that. The rumor is that they're very good and... Uh... <laughs> I can attest uh, to that being true. Um, 
Oh, I hate this podcast, man. This is the fu- this is the worst garbage. Of- um, and by the way, I heard that fat girls are good at blowjobs, and I'll have you know because that I've actually had a fat girl give me a blowjob. It is true. It is true. What the fuck does weight have to do with anything? Like on the scale of how good you are at doing what you do. Like I just, uh- <laughs> also, I said explicitly that. The top half of overweight women is great. Mm. So I don't get what's so wrong about I mean, girls, you still have 50% of you is perfectly good. Ah, that's such a good joke. It's so funny, man. Why kind of people laugh at this type of joke? It's really not it's it's really not that funny. Even in my peak teenage days where I was like 14 and I thought the dumbest shit was funny, I don't know, I don't think I would find that too appealing. Um, maybe that's anecdotal, all right? Maybe some of you are laughing your ass off at the joke. I hardly doubt it. There's probably only like one of you. Oh, you man. might think you might think that it's just us that think this way, but I happen to have a sugar mama, and her history involves gastric bypass surgery because she used to be morbidly obese. Morbidly. We're going to get her on the horn today, mm-hmm. too, at some point, and mm-hmm. she's going to share her opinion yeah. about the, the video mm-hmm. and about what's going on. Yeah. In, our, in our lives right now. Okay, congratulations. I wonder if they actually get her on this uh, on this episode. It's an hour long. I didn't watch the full thing. I'll, I'll look for it, though. So people were very upset with Mia. They see Mia as some sort of feminine traitor for being with me. Yes. And Mia received a lot of messages, which we found fucking hilarious, by the way. We've been going through them. Mia has a friend who's been reporting in, sending the funniest comments on the TikTok that went viral. Can you show the TikTok that went viral, Austin? But here, because I've read a lot of these messages directed to my girlfriend, here's what I think. Because upon reading them, they're all, oh, I hope you bleed out in a in a gutter by yourself or you look like a somebody said she looks like a crab, which doesn't make any sense at all. Still trying to figure that one out. She don't be looking like a crab. Yeah, I don't know who Mia is. I'm assuming Mia is like his girlfriend or something like that, because like, why would she or, or I don't know, someone who's involved with the show? I don't really know. I realized very quickly that this isn't about positivity and women supporting women. No, this is about a certain category of women, mm-hmm. the plus size ones, mm-hmm. being jealous of people who have real gripes. You know, black people, mm-hmm. Jewish people, yep. transgendered people, mm-hmm. gay people. <laughs> Sorry, I had to stop him there. All right. So what is so what this guy is saying is that people who are overweight. Actually, let me let here here. I'll let him say it himself. People who have actually experienced violence Mm -hmm. and discrimination, real violence and discrimination to extreme levels, slavery, the fucking Holocaust, they are jealous of that. Yep. They want that sort of treatment. This is, girls. Appetizer presents. Take care of yourselves. (laughs) What? Okay, so people who are overweight are jealous that uh, people who are gay, etc., whatever, have experienced discrimination and they want to they want to experience discrimination themselves so they victimize themselves have you ever like have you ever seen how badly overweight people get treated like you gave an example on your show 
there are like I said there's plenty of fat jokes that go around and there's plenty of beauty standards that make women uh, and even men feel like shit because they're whatever they're slightly overweight or because they're fat like it doesn't even matter you can be the slightest overweight and people will still be like oh like you gained weight or whatever oh what like (laughs) why am I saying oh like that (laughs) they'll say it's always looked down upon and it doesn't matter how healthy you are or um, what you eat or how much you exercise and stuff like that like some people genuinely can't lose weight as easy as other people or they gain weight like crazy or they can't gain weight like crazy everybody's different so when you're talking about people wanting to be discriminated they're jealous of the holocaust they're jealous of the holocaust so they're fat and then they pretend to be mad about being fat because they're jealous of the holocaust (laughs) that's dude fucking banger point like that makes so much sense so thank you for clearing it up for me that's that's why people get overweight because they're jealous of people who get discriminated against and they want to victimize themselves okay yeah yeah makes sense okay coffee black coffee in the morning you're not victims you're not a protected category go to the gym all of this all you have to do is walk actually if you just get up walk walk fetch the paper in the morning dude this is my favorite thing i can't (laughs) just walk and you'll lose all your weight just walk just do it the same people who say this type of shit are the same people who could eat burger king every day and then like not gain a pound so uh just going for a walk doesn't work for some people they actually have to make an entire huge lifestyle change that's a giant commitment sometimes it's not the easiest for people so please shut the fuck up like it's uh, not everybody wants to eat leaves all day long okay some people like to have calories and um some people have eating disorders and some people have genetic disorders and I'm not even going to fucking get into it. It's fucking stupid. That's what this um, is all about. Yes. They are just, they're like, okay, it comes even down to a more simple thing. It's about mating. They're like, eh, fuck this TikTok girl with a big ass and skinny waist. Fuck this girl. She's got a flat stomach. Whore post. They want to have access to all the top quality men without having to do a damn thing to get it. Ah, uh, he's one of those. This reminds me of the alpha male videos. Like, um, you know how those alpha males would be like, you will not get a quality man if you don't do this, this, and this. Who? <laughs> They're demanding top quality men. What, are you a top quality man? Is this, is this why you're mad? Do you think you're a top quality man, my dude? Because, <laughs> uh, <clears throat> uh, I mean, I don't, I don't think so. So don't get mad at me. Planet Fitness—that's the solution. It's a good start. I would, if you're very, very, if you're very obese, Planet Fitness is a good way to ease your way into the gym atmosphere. You yeah. Go to, you go to the 24 of the LA Fitness, you're going to see a lot of douchebags. Mm. It's going to scare you away. Mm. They'll only fit- be interested in 50 percent of your body. <laughs> it's true. Mm-hmm. You've heard it here. You heard it here. There's some truth to it. And um, it, there's a hot tub at Equinox, so maybe that might be a good place for them to ooh, go. It's true. I mean, you. Look, uh, there's a good drain right outside of the hot tub. You don't have to worry about being embarrassed if you go in and you make the thing overflow. Mm-hmm. Multiple shower heads coming from below mm. to get the flaps. There. <laughs> Is this just fat jokes for one straight hour? Because I don't think I can do it. I don't think I, overflowing the hot tub, that's so funny. They didn't hear that one before. The flaps that can be hard to get to. Mm-hmm. I've been there. Look, I was a former, I was yeah. fat once. Yeah. 
My father, when I was 14, he I was eating a drumstick, mm-hmm. you know, one of the ice cream cones, and he slapped it on my hand, and he said, you're not going to be a fat bastard. Nobody respects a fat bastard. Mm-hmm. Nobody respects a fat mm-hmm. person. It hurt at the time, mm-hmm. but now later in life, you know, I've taken I've taken into account what my father said, mm-hmm. and I, I appreciate him fat shaming me that day because yeah. it helped me a lot. That's true. Okay, so when you look at this point right here, like his dad said, nobody respects fat people, whatever. And then I think back to the comment where the other guy was like, uh, oh, fat people just want to be victims so bad. But this entire point totally derails his, the other guy's original point. So you are so you are admitting that fat people don't have respect. Nobody respects a fat bastard or whatever what he said, right? So how are they victimizing themselves if nobody respects them? That just shows that society values them less as people because of their weight. So are they really jealous of people who get discriminated against? Or do they get hate just as much as anybody like me, one of the transgendereds, as as our boy said, the transgendereds? Several months ago, I weighed thirty, almost thirty more pounds. Than I, I respected now. you less, way less than you I do now. You looked at me, yeah. dead in the eye. Mm-hmm. You said you were a fat, miserable fuck. Yeah, I did. You did. I did. And I wanted to go home and cry, and I did. Uh-huh. But look at me now. I'm still fat, but I'm not as fat. <laughs> what? You? If my friend called me a fat, miserable fuck, I would never. I don't think I would talk to that friend anymore. Uh, if if someone even looked at me and said you are a miserable fuck and I actually meant it, I don't think I, I would be like I am, but fuck you, goodbye. <laughs> I I don't know what weight has to do with respecting people at all. It's like oh, is there like a weight cap where you just stop respecting people? Like you just don't treat them as humans? Literally just contradicted your boy's point. <laughs> no wonder why he's not saying anything. Yeah, let's all share some of the cruelest stuff we've received. Why not? I think this will be a good way to, mm-hmm. to really get into what's going on in our lives right now. It's causing the stress. So I'll start off reading this little tale. This is from one of the viral TikToks that took issue with my Katana comment. TBH makes me not want to talk to any guys ever again. Is this how they think? Mm. Is this how people actually see me and think? They did not understand this was a comedy show. How is it cut? Was it cut just right to those comments with zero context? Yeah, they just don't understand because it's comedy, man. Not everybody understands comedy. Like, talking about killing someone is just one of the fucking most hilarious things. And then, like, necrophilia is just so funny to me. So, so funny. (laughs) What the fuck? I just spit everywhere. Sorry, I probably just spit in your ears. Well, I'm going to say this. Um, whoever you are, girl that's saying this, is this how guys actually think? Or this is how guys actually see me and think? They're probably not loving what they see. I'm going to be honest. If you think the 21st century and feminism and body positivity has magically turned guys' retinas into, I don't know, homing beacons for fat chicks, you're wrong. going to be 100% honest with you, dude. And you might get a little mad. You might get a little, a little bit mad. All right. For some people, weight isn't a make or break for them when they're looking for a partner. I know. I know that might be hard for you to hear. I know that it might bother you that some people just do not care, but uh, they do. I mean, sorry, they don't. <laughs> they, they don't care at all. Um, not everybody's you. Somebody did say FUPAs were going to be the death of us, by the way. Somebody I'm texted, sorry, I got locked somebody out. wrote me that. FUPAs fat up areas are going to be the death of us. Apparently, somebody said that. So you could suffocate. an army of fupas is going to come army after. Of I didn't, I, you could. I didn't. I didn't see it. I'm sorry. I got locked out. 
You could be suffocated by a woman's fupa oh, if, if they were trying I mean, to ride your face. If if two what you could be suffocated by anybody sitting on top of your face, <laughs> like you, you. This guy's <clears throat> this guy is clearly never. I'll stop there. I just got a text response in real time. From who? From the girl that I said triggered much to. What'd you say? <clears throat> the girl that I said triggered much to. Oh, brother. This guy stinks. <laughs> no. Oh, can you imagine like replying to someone and being like triggered much? This is like when we when we go all the way back. I don't even know when. When was that? The meme when it was like, you mad, bro? It was like the worst response that you get. I mean, I'm guilty of saying it, but like you still have that sense of humor today. I am so, so, so sorry, man. Ah, oh. all right. What did she say? She sent me like a three, four paragraph thing, and then I just said triggered much. Like I didn't even read it, and then she responds. Why don't you read it first to yourself and then edit the information and get back to us? Just before we read something onto the air. Okay. Here's what I have. So this girl again said, to be honest, is this how guys think? I never want to talk to another one again. Somebody else says, same. I really wish I didn't watch this. I'm packing to go on vacation. I'm supposed to spend the week in a bathing suit, and now I'm just crying. There's a response from the original poster. Baby, you wear those swimsuits. You deserve to be comfortable and you deserve to be happy. Screw anyone else. You're worth more than you know. You're beautiful, says another girl. Do not let them win. Them being myself and Leo. Wear that bathing suit and spit in their face if you have to. F-U-Q men. Fuck men. Well, they don't just hate us, Leo. They hate all men. All men. Yeah. Well, who are you wearing the bathing suit for then? Are you going to fuck a porpoise? <laughs> It's the point wow. of looking sexy on your vacation. Oh my god, dude! <laughs> this fuck—I can't watch it. I can't watch this anymore, man. What the fuck? People, okay, yeah, you can go. You can look sexy on the beach, right? What? Uh, why would you? If you're on a beach and it's eighty degrees, ninety degrees, even seventy degrees, you're gonna want to wear the least clothing because it's hot, and then you go swimming, right? So. You want to get in the water. You don't. Some people don't want to wear a t-shirt or pants and shorts and stuff like that. Um, but some people will because they're insecure because of people like you. And also, people aren't on the beach to impress you all the time. It's not all about you. I don't know. This is like a very, very small-brained argument. Uh, people go to the beach to get tanned, to hang out with their friends, to eat some food, to go swimming. Uh, maybe pick up some people. I don't know. Some people do that too. But uh, the the whole beach scene isn't for you. It's not. They're not there to showcase themselves for you. Um, there's other reasons too and sometimes that's not even one of them and i don't think anyone wants to go on the beach to impress you my friend um, they would impress me before they impressed you so uh really sorry on that end so i was going to say really quick this was sent to me by one of my girlfriend's good friends and a lot of girls think this is fucking hilarious a lot of girls i've seen in the comments that are fans of our channel fucking love it Every so girl, let's not yeah. act like this is women versus men yeah this is people with a sense of humor versus a very small but very heavy subsection of society no this is people with uh, an elevated sense of humor who have a little bit more brain capacity than an earthworm actually I don't even think earthworms have brains. So, yikes. I mean, I, what what if I asked you if you were attracted to a guy that was so fat that he couldn't see his penis anymore and like Mudflap has described has retracted a couple of inches for every 100 pounds overweight? 
I'd throw that broke-ass motherfucker with no work ethic out the house. Exactly. We women have the right to choose. I don't want no fat motherfucker in my bed. That's how it would go. What if you had to That was a white chick, by the way. She's just from a trailer park. (laughs) What if you had to push up his stomach a lot in order to blow him? That shit's gross. I need a guy with nine inches, nine inches in thick, and he needs to make $500,000 a year. Otherwise, I don't want that dick. (laughs) This dude's fucking... This guy... This guy's mad because he has a small dick and doesn't make a lot of money. <laughs> All right. <laughs> That's too good. That's too good. Someone definitely said that shit to him. <laughs> um, I'll read this real quick. It says, it's almost a relief to see you're wasting your excuse of a quote unquote life on this attempt of a comedy show to know that the putrid slime of your soul is contained in the realm of YouTube instead of damaging people even more directly in a different field is a reassurance. Life? Is that a life in quotes? That's a great one. Or is this shitty wannabe poetry MFA? Ah, yeah. Some friendly advice. Personally, no. I I, I actually agree with the comments. I don't think this show is going to go far at all. It is filled with fucking just awful jokes. This is like, it's, this is like, this podcast reminds me of the smell of a public restroom like it's bad it's distasteful it's gross it's grimy it's slimy uh nothing about it's funny there's nothing about a public restroom is is funny either it's just like just bashing on women for what it's been like 20 20 minutes now the only audience you could get is a very niche audience and it would be people like you um and people also have no self-respect so i don't I don't think it would go that far if I'm being honest with you, especially after that clip blew up. Uh, you should have blown up by now as a podcast, but uh, it doesn't really look that way. So I think you should, I think you actually should stop wasting your time and maybe put your effort into a different project or something like that. So they actually did get that girl on the phone or that woman on the phone who had gastric bypass, I guess, to get her opinion on this whole situation because um, she was overweight or obese at one point or something. Um, so let's see what she has to say. Yes, how are you? Good. How are you, baby? I'm doing great, sweetie. How are you? I'm good. Nice happy to. Birthday. Thank you so much. Thank you. She said happy mm-hmm. birthday. Um, yeah, we wanted to talk to you today because you know we are getting heavily canceled out there, and <laughs> and uh, it's it's mainly because there's, there's these obese women are very very upset about a joke that Danny made. Uh, you're you're caught up to the story, right? Yeah, I, I read some of the comments yesterday, and I think it's just a load of shit. Yes! yes! Mrs. Robinson, play the song! Yeah, so she thinks it was a load of bullshit. Honestly, if I'm giving my honest opinion, I don't. I think all of the hate that they got was a thousand percent justified, because that shit was weird as fuck. And their episode was weird as fuck, too. They just bashed on women for 30 minutes so far. I'm not, I'm not going to go through the other 30 minutes of the podcast. It's just too painful for me. Yeah, my final thoughts on that are... Stupid podcast. It's just a stupid podcast. Uh, this one that you're listening to right now is slightly better. Um, slightly, because I don't make those jokes. And now we're going to totally shift from that topic and uh, maybe give you a little bit of laugh here today. I'm going to read some of these LGBTQ stories for you, okay? So this story says, This is one of the weirdest encounters I had with a Karen and homophobia. The story takes place before the pandemic, which could add a bit of context. Also, it's about myself and my girlfriend, two raging homosexuals. So to set the scene, I was grocery shopping at the superstore with my girlfriend at 9pm because we were a bit stoned and craving some frozen dumplings. We got our stuff quickly and lined up at the till so we could go home and cook up those bad boys. 
When we lined up, there was an old lady in front of us, and she was just staring daggers at us. My girlfriend was too high to notice, but that lady just kept looking back at us. I tried my best to just ignore her, so I started to chat about whatever with my girlfriend, and we held hands, mostly because she acts like she's five and always wanders off, and I kissed her cheek. Pretty mild PDA. This lady freaked out. She started to look for a way to leave the line, but it was way too long. She just looked us up and down and said, don't touch me. She started to pick up all of her groceries from the belt and just held them until she reached the cashier. It was like she was going to catch the gay from some stoned lesbians buying one package of frozen dumplings and some candy. She left a huge space between her and us like we were contagious. It was just so hilarious to me how this random Karen inconveniences herself just because she was mad about two girls holding hands. She was dropping her food everywhere, and my girlfriend asked if she wanted help, but she just ignored us. Karen's veggies and fruits were looking bruised, so she asked the cashier to go get her new ones, and the cashier, he just looked so tired, told her that she'll have to leave the line and get them herself. So Karen just paid for her damaged food and left. Made me smile knowing that just my presence caused this homophobic Karen to go home with bruised produce. Can you imagine being that paranoid about gay people in line? I feel like this is an occurrence that definitely, I feel like people would be less vocal about it. Actually, no, I mean, some people are pretty vocal about it. Like, or or they'll like scoff. So they'll like make a sound effect or they'll like pretend to be disgusted or like back away from you. Like, why? Like, what are you doing? What are you doing? But it's okay for you to kiss your ugly husband in public? Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. So this story says, I, I promise that this story will end well. I want to say that I managed to avoid figuring out my sexuality for a few years. My first crush was on some girls at school, but growing up in a strict conservative family, I just decided to ignore that part of myself, no matter how many painfully obvious signs there were. I'm embarrassed to say that I was even homophobic while in denial of myself. Eventually, I got to a place where I made peace with that part of myself, mainly thanks to the help of my now ex-girlfriend. But the first time I came out wasn't by choice. I'd been forced out of the closet, and it was one of the darkest times of my life. My mother rejected me, my father sexualized me being bi, church was hell, and school life became much harder to deal with as other kids found out, and I became a bit of a target for a quick punchline. Trigger warning for this next sentence. If you don't want to hear about a specific something, then you can skip ahead, like, 10 seconds. From, from right now. Okay, go. I still hate looking back and realizing that it was just luck that I survived my attempt to unalive. I'm nowhere as brave as others. After my attempt, I took the easy way out and did everything I could to convince people I was straight. Time passed after a while. Most folks believed me. To this day, my mother still suspects my gay powers, especially because she has never seen me express any interest in a guy, but doesn't want to risk me being bi, so stopped asking me for the most part. I don't really regret those years. If anything, I'm more sure of my identity now than ever, even if it came at such a high emotional and mental cost. Recently, I ended up dating a really sweet guy, but he's Catholic, so I realized that before I let myself become truly attached to him, I needed to see if he was able to accept me. Because of my last big experience coming out, I was prepared for the worst, and I was ready for him to either over-sexualize me or just condemn me to hell. At most, I was just hopeful he'd be indifferent. Instead, I got 10 to 20 minutes of him being pissed towards the church and what I dealt with followed by another 10 minutes of him giving one of the most reassuring, validating, and loving conversations with me. Some of the things he said made me cry, and for the first time, fully realized just how much I had actually been hurt by my family's rejection. Anyways, he'd call me an idiot for thinking that he would like me less, before he ordered pizza and we watched Scooby-Doo for the night. He's now the most supportive person I have, and I finally feel like I'm in a safe, accepting environment to be myself. I know in the future I'll confront my family again, especially now that my sister came out to me, but their homophobia feels so much less terrifying now that I have someone who is so actively supportive. And so that is, it does have a, a good ending. See, it all, it's always, I feel like it always takes that one person, because um, it, it did for me as well, uh, but I feel like it always takes that one person to really like make you 
notice your value. And I know that sounds really sad because it is sad um, because you're valuable regardless of who supports you. But just having someone there to say like your family's ridiculous, like why would they care if you're bisexual? I really don't give a fuck. Let's order some pizza and let's watch a movie. Like why would I care about that? Why would that make me look at you any less than any other person? I don't know. I I always wish everyone could have somebody like that. So and it's really great that you have that in a partner because that is a that's a scary thing if you're not out or your partner doesn't know that you're bisexual or whatever. It can be really tough to come out to someone like that because you, you like that person or you love them and you don't want them to be like, okay, you're a weird bisexual person, so I don't want to date you anymore. That would suck. <laughs> that would really suck. So yeah, that's that's a great story. Thank you for sharing it. Thank you both for sharing your stories. If you guys want to share any of your stories, um, LGBTQ stories coming out, scary, happy, sad, whatever it can be. I've read really emotional ones. I've read really funny ones. So if you want to submit any of them, you can submit them to outspokensam at gmail.com. Um, and I will read a few more next week. Next week? Yeah. Yeah. So I'm going to go now. So uh, hey, thanks for listening to episode 36. I will see you all next week with a new episode. All right.